We did hear that it is goal anointed today, and yes, you do have these little cards on there, which is great. So if you don't have your goals, I mean, I've come prepared, because I usually do my goals anyway uh, on the 1st of January, or just before, because I've already started praying into it and fasting. Uh, but it is goal anointing today, but next week we have got Vision Sunday. Pastor John is going to be uh, sharing the vision for our church for 2023, some new initiatives that are happening. He's going to be sharing that. So be here for Vision Sunday so that you know what's going on in our church for 2023 because the blessing that's on our church happens in your life. So, yeah, be there. All right. Have you ever tried to go somewhere uh, without somewhere you've never been before without looking at a map? Like, I thought I'd try that on Saturday, actually. My friend, I was going to see her. She's just moved to Yandina. So I get in the car and off I go, because I, I kind of know where Yandina is. And then I realise I actually don't know what her address is. What? So I'm like, oh, I know it's Yandina. I mean, I mean what do I do? I'm not going to just sit there and think, oh, well, I'm just going to drive around Yandina until I, I don't know, see her car or whatever. No, I had to, like contact her and get her address because I needed to know where I was going. Otherwise, I'm just aimless. Do you know, uh, what is this, Thomas Carlyle, he actually said, a person without a goal is like a ship without a rudder. Like, like a rudder is actually what steers, steers a boat, steers a boat, uh, not a boat, a ship. It steers it, but without one, it just would go around aimless. And so, I would be aimless out there without the actual address. So really, my address, like that address, was my goal. I needed to get to that place. So that's why you need goals in life. Because if you don't have one, like where are you going? Where are you now? Yeah, like goals are a good thing. So goals bring direction. Goals give you direction. And uh, a little bit later, we are going to pray over your goals. We're going to anoint them with oil. Because we want the blessing and favor of God upon our goals. You might be here for the first time, as I said, or you may not have a relationship with Jesus right now. That's fine. I'm going to give you an opportunity later on to have one with him. But I feel like even now, you know in your heart that God is stirring you. There is something different about this place, and you're going to learn more about that a little later. So the title of my uh, message today is From Dreams to Reality. Yeah, so let's just close our eyes. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, that you are here. I thank you, Lord, that you're the king of our hearts. I thank you, Father, that you want to bless us, that you want to pour out your favor upon us, that you do love us. Lord, I pray that you will open our ears, open our hearts to you today, that you would put on our hearts the desires of your heart for us. I thank you, Lord, for your plans and purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. So who has set goals before? A lot of people have set goals. Great. Like, did you ever get every goal? No, nah, no. Nah. But you did get some, right? The, the, the thing about that is if you've got something to aim for, you're more likely to get it than if you don't. Uh, like in Proverbs 13, 16, it says, A wise man thinks ahead. A fool doesn't. And he even brags about it. See, goals give you direction. They give you motivation, purpose, and focus. Focus is uh, we, what you're focused on right now, whatever it is right now, 
is where you're heading. I've had different focuses in my life. There's different seasons. There's different seasons where I've been focused on my finances, fo focused on my family, focused on uh, like ministry, focused on different areas. But whatever you're focused on right now is where you're heading. You're heading. And God, goals can give you focus. Like the light in here, it's soft light, it's diffused. So it's got no real power. But if you get light and you like put it all together like a laser beam, like if you bring focused light, a laser beam can actually cut through steel. You see, when you've got focus, it can, it, there is power. It can cut through steel. It can, a laser can destroy tumors. It can kill cancer. It can correct eyesight. It's powerful when it's focused. So we want to have focus because when you have focus, there is power in that. In 1 Corinthians 9.26, it says, I do not run without a goal. I fight like a boxer who is hitting something, not just the air. Who wants to hit the air? You're just getting nowhere. Who wants to run somewhere you don't even know? Like, if you wanted to run a marathon, you, there is an actual plan of where you're running. There are lanes or whatever. Like, you know, there's a track of where you run on those 42 kilometers or whatever it is. But... And then there's a finish line. But you could say, I'm going to run a, a marathon and just run all over the place. Like, how would you know that you've done it? Do you see? Like, like, so we want to have somewhere to go. We don't want to run without a goal. So goals turn intentions into actions. Like, we want to be doers of the Word of God, not just hearers only. You can lose focus quite easily if you have too many goals. I know that because I've had too many goals at times. And I was trying to get so many of these goals. Like, what? Well, well, and there was just no power, honestly. They were all over the place. That was a real disaster. So I don't have too many goals. I like to have uh, like one goal in every area. So there's like d different, different uh, areas that you can have your goals in. Like family, you can have family goals. You can have faith goals. You can have finance goals. You can have uh, fun goals. Like I have to have goals for fun to make sure I have fun. Further education goals, friendship goals, lots of different areas that you can have goals in. But, you know, instead of uh, letting things happen, goals help us to make things happen. Instead of living by default, goals help you to live by design, your design, what you want, where you want to be going. Instead of living out of past experience, goals help us to live out of our imagination to see things that we don't see right now. So how can you achieve your goals? So this is just from my experience. Some of it may help you, some of it may not. But like you'll see that, uh, I mean, I've, I've had goals, I've set goals most of my life, really. Uh, even before I was a Christian, I used to have goals. And I've had major fails, and I've had major successes. So I've found, I think, what, how it works best for me. What you need to do is find out what works best for you. So there's lots of different things. So how can you achieve your goals? Number one, write them down. Write down your goals. Like that's why we've got those little pieces of uh, card there that you can write them down. Because I don't know about you, but it's just easy for me to forget things. And in, in, in Habakkuk 2.2, it says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables so he may run that reads it. So Write it down. Write your vision down. So Dr. Gail Matthews, she's a, psycho a psychology professor, found uh, in her research that people who write down their goals are 42% more likely to do them. 
The research also says those who write the goal down and tell a friend about that goal, their likelihood increases to 78%. You can see how accountability actually, if you tell someone about it, well, now you're committed. So you guys are all telling God today, like, you're committed. No, 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 but you can tell a friend. You can tell, tell your kids. Oh, if you tell your kids your goals, they never forget them. You know, it might have been going to Disneyland. It'd be like, are we going to Disneyland? Are we going to Disneyland? Are we going to Disneyland? So tell, you can tell somebody about your goals to make sure. It, it actually gives you that extra accountability to do it. So these are my, yeah, let me see. 2022 goals. I don't want to have a photo because then you'll see what my goals are. None of your business. <laughs> but anyway, but, but, but on my 2022 goals, I've got my 2023 ones as well. Uh, how I do my goals is just really work for me. Like they're written down, but I've got them. You can see circles around, there's circles around them. Those are circles around different areas. So my first circle is my faith goals, my God goals. They are, because uh, it's num God is number one. You know, seek first the kingdom of, uh, like, in, like his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. When we seek God first, everything else just comes together. So that's why he's number one on my goals. So there's certain things that I have goals about. They are pretty specific, but they are not only just a goal that might, like my number one goal always with God is to grow deeper in my relationship with him. Because if I, I know if I do that, then I'm heading closer to Jesus. So that's my number one goal with God. But to do that, I actually have little things underneath that that I do to grow my relationship with God. It's very specific. I read the Bible daily. That's one of them. I pray daily. I worship daily. Uh, I like, like different things, whatever it is that helps you get closer to God. It might be doing them like, uh, like one of the Christian Essentials courses. It might be doing Alpha. Alpha is for uh, new believers. Like the, that, that is the basics of Christianity. Whatever it is that's going to take you closer. It might be uh, you want to get deeper in God's Word. It might be doing Bible college. Bible college starts this Tuesday. It's not too late to register for that. But what is it? What is your goal? So, I mean, I've had those sort of goals before. I wanted to do Bible college, and I did it. It was on my goals. I prayed into it, and it helped me to do it. It was over two years, and it, because sometimes you set a goal, just like a New Year's resolution. It's about, oh, I'm going to do this thing. After a while, you know, a lot of people, they want to give up smoking. They want to lose weight. And on the 1st of uh, January, it's like, awesome. Two weeks later, what's happened with that? Unless it's written down and it's a goal and you've got specific actions that you're taking to move in that direction, it's pretty much a waste of time, just saying. I know, I've done it. I've done it before. So God, like there's other, another one is further education. Like last year, I had a goal to read 50 books. Now, there was a reason for that. Uh, it was to stop me from watching Netflix as well. <laughs> but, but that goal actually helped me to achieve both things. It helped me to, and I wrote down specific books, that I, the types of books I wanted to re read. I wanted to read books about the prophetic. I wanted to read books about dreams. I wanted to read books about leadership. I wanted to be, read books that just to relax, and, and, but different things. And honestly, it was an adventure. I loved it. Now, I worked out to read 50 books. Well, there's 52 weeks in the year, so I've pretty much got to read a book a week. And so the great thing about that at the end of the month, I would have a look like, okay, so have I read four books? 
ooh, okay, I better like, uh, uh, you know, put, put up, like honestly, most of the time I was ahead of my goal until the end and I thought, whoa, I've got to read, you know, three books in two weeks, but I can do it, I can do it. But see, when I have a goal and I keep a track of it and I keep my, my focus on it and I keep my mind on it and I know why I'm doing it, I'm doing it not just to stop watching so, like TV, but I'm doing it to learn and grow. So that, that's what keeps you, you focused. I have a, a circle for my family. Like, and underneath that I've got, like we are the head and not the tail. I believe it. We're called to greater things. Me, my family, we are, as Christians, called to greater things. About my relationship with my sons. I've got on there that I speak to them weekly. And I do every week, not very weekly, like instead of strongly. No, I speak to them every week. Every week. Like one of my sons lives in Brisbane, but I see him at least once a month. That's um, both of them at least. So, so it's, these, are, these are goals. They're goals because I want to not only grow my relationship with God, I want to grow my relationship with my family. I, I want to have a close relationship with my sons. So there's specific things uh, like finances. That's the one down the bottom here, the biggest one. <laughs> now on there, I was like getting... Like I had this uh, goal in 2022 of getting a new car and it was very specific. I went out and test drove the car, got it like, whoa, test drove a few cars. I'm like, man, I love this car, yeah. You know, it's not that easy to buy a car these days. <laughs> whoa. So I, had, I put it on my goals. I'm thinking like, yes, I'm going to get this car. I think it's going to be in six months and I still don't have it. Well, you know, am I like going to cry and give up? No, no, I put it on this year's goals because I actually got a phone call. I am getting it in March, like, yeah. So do you see though, my focus is still there. I don't forget that I, I, I'm, it's something that I want. I've got a picture of it and I'm going to get it. So, so these are different ways that you can do it. So every area I have, but what are the most important things under my actual goals are the scriptures that I pray for those specific things. So with God, like God, I mean, I have uh, a lot of these scriptures I've had for a while because they just work for me in this respect. So if it's God goals, like I've got Ephesians uh, 1, 17 to 18, you know, that God would give me a spirit of wisdom and like, in revelation of the knowledge of him that I might come to know him better. Do you, you know, like, so it, those, that, that's what I'm thinking, that I can call, like Jeremiah 33, 3, that I can call to God and he will answer me and tell me great and mighty things that I do not know. These are all things that are going to, you know, Isaiah 61, you know, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. So when I'm out in the street or I'm out at Woolies or I'm out somewhere and somebody's not well, like God sent me. The spirit of the Lord God sent me to heal the brokenhearted. The Spirit of the Lord God sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, to, to speak freedom. So these scriptures, I pray over growing my relationship with God because they grow me when I'm out. Not, it's not just a whole goal thing all about me in here. These are specific scriptures. Uh, you know, Mark 16, 15, that, you know, go out into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. So that's one of my things that I want to grow in my relationship with God uh, for family, like over my, over my sons, while I'm praying for my goals, you know, I want, I want them to increase in wisdom and stature in the favor of God and man. That's in Luke 2, 52. I want, I know that God wants to prosper them in all things and in health, even as their souls prosper. Like I'm praying that daily. Like as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. 
that, that like, so I'm speaking and declaring at the same time over my guys, because it's exciting. Honestly, when you put the word of God on it, it brings the power. It brings the power of God. Over my finances, uh, you know, uh, like in Psalm 115, 14, and that's like, may the, like, may the Lord increase me more and more, me and my children. So like, I'm, I'm speaking the word of God. Like uh, one thing that I had, when I had a lot of debt, and that was on my goals for a long time, was to actually get rid of the debt I had. I had a lot of debt that I had nothing to show for it. It was all credit card debt, car loan debt, whatever it is. It was a lot of debt, and it was on my goals for ages to cancel that debt. I needed to get that debt off, but it was a focus. It was a goal. But the thing, you know, you think, oh, you know, your debt's on there. That's, that's not exciting, but it was exciting because I would speak. You know, in, in Romans 13, 8, it says, Oh, no man, anything except to love one another. So what that did, it got on the inside of me because when you actually uh, speak the word of God over and over and over, it changes your heart. It changes, like we can change our behavior. You know, if we wanted to lose weight, we think, oh, well, we're just going to run out and do this and we're going to run out and do that. And then, but if, unless you've changed your actual heart, it just wears out. It's just like, for example, oh, who am I going to use as an example? Peter, Peter. So Peter, he was driving in his car on the way to church today, and uh, he was talking on his phone. It was not hands-free. Oh, Peter, I know. So Peter, he's doing that. I mean, don't forget, this is hypothetically. And then he, then he does a text message. Oh, in his car still. So he's doing that, and he's on his way to church, like, oh, come on, I've got to get going. I've got to hurry up and send this text. He sent it to Maria down there, like, come on. Like, da, da, da. No, they're probably in the car together. But anyway, like, he, he's, he's doing this, like, what? And then it, he sees a police car coming towards him. What does he do? Throws the phone on the floor, like, all of a sudden, his behavior has been modified. He's got... Yeah, modification of behavior. Boom. But the police car goes past, he pulls over, picks up his phone and starts talking on the phone again. Do you see? That's behavior modification. When you start speaking the word of God over your goals, every time you say it, it doesn't change your behavior. It transforms your heart. And all of a sudden, like, not only do you want these things, you believe you're going to get them. You believe it. You believe it. Sorry, Peter, that I, knew, I only had to pick someone who I knew wouldn't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. good on you, Peter. I, I wouldn't have picked Josh because I knew that here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we know a bit about behavior modification. So, yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of things that... So the first one is, number one, write down your goals. Read them out every day. Like, place them in an area where you will see them. I mean, I laminate mine because I'm constantly walking around with them. I, it's part of my prayer thing. I'm walking around, shaking it. Look at that. And it's so, they still look good, right? Yeah. It might spill something on it, but it'll be, then you can just wipe it off. So you can, you can laminate it. But I can put, you can put it somewhere where you want to put it. You can put it in your bathroom where you see it. Put it. It's the same sort of thing, you know. See it. You want to see it. So... So speaking words, uh, God's word over your life modifies your heart. Yeah. Okay. Now, in, you know, Jeremiah was a prophet in the Bible. And in chapter 1, he, it talks about how God reached out and touched Isaiah's mouth. He touched his mouth and he said to him, I have put my words in your mouth. And then a little bit further down, 
the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and then God says to him, Jeremiah, like, what, what do you see? And Jeremiah says, I see the branch of an almond tree. Now, this is, this is an amazing scripture. In Jeremiah 1.12, it says, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. Do you see that? Oh my gosh, I'm getting excited. That's, I am watching over my word. Whose word is he watching over? Whose word is God watching over? His word. He's not watching over, well, you know, like, this is just an example. He's not watching over Isaac's word. He's not watching over your neighbor's word. He's not watching over, like, uh, you know, your friend's word. He's watching over his word to perform it. That's why when we add scripture to your goals, God is watching over that, and he's going to perform it. He's, he's like, oh, look, they're praying for their finances. Oh, you know, they, they will prosper. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's my word. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh, I'm watching. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perform it. Oh, oh, and when, you, when you're praying for your kids, you know, as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. Oh, oh, I'm watching that. I'm watching that. They might be far from the Lord, but I'm watching, and I'm going to perform it. Do you see? It's speaking things to life. In Romans 4, 17, it says, call those things that are not as though they were. When you speak the word of God, you're speaking life into your goals. You don't have to have your goals. In fact, if you have your goal, have already had them, you wouldn't need to, right? Goals are things that you're believing for, that you want to see happen. Some of them, you know that they can't happen without God. I mean, God, I remember one time while I was doing my goals, like I really do remember this part because it was like pretty uh, brutal. He, he started yawning. I just got a picture of him yawning. I'm thinking like, wow, you know, getting enough sleep, God, really. <laughs> and it was like, he was just bored. He said, those goals you're writing down, you can do them yourself. Like, I, I don't even need to be involved in those goals. Come on, give God something you're believing for. Add some faith into your goals. Give him something that there's, no, that there's no way you can do it. Yes, you want to have goals that you can achieve and be realistic, but at least have one goal that you know you cannot achieve it without him. Come on, dream big. Dream big. Forget about all the rubbish of the last couple of years. Come on, wake up and do it. That's what God would say, like, wake up, come alive, come alive. Yeah, 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 come alive. We can go. <laughs> oh, what's going on down here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting a little bit excited. So he does watch over his ears. So that's number one. Write them down. Number two is to visualize your goals. Have a compelling vision that pulls, like when you have a compelling vision, it pulls you into it. Like it doesn't push you. Like willpower will only take you so far. I know that. When I've had like, you know, getting fit dreams, and you th it, 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 I mean, goals and it's 6 a.m. in the morning, you're supposed to go to the gym. Like, wow, really? Like willpower is just not going to work for me right then. But if I have a compelling vision, like for example, if I wanted to, uh, you know, fit something, like fit some dress or something like that in specific, and I had a compelling reason that I wanted to get fit because I wanted to run a marathon, you know, if I've seen myself running a marathon, well, I'm going to have to do it because that's a compelling vision that's going to make me get out of bed and go and do it. So you need a compelling vision. In Proverbs 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. You know, have you ever done a jigsaw puzzle, like a thousand pieces? I mean, I like jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, just as long as all the pieces are there, because I don't like it when there's like gaps at the end. But anyway, have you ever done a, a, a thousand piece 
jigsaw puzzle, what's the first thing you do? What's that? Oh, here we go, corners. Like that. See, we've already got to the task here. Like, let's put the corners together. I mean, that's great, but we want to look at the picture of what the puzzle is of so that we can then get the right corners and the right, you know, that corner's up in that corner and that corner's down in that corner. But that's true. We will do want, that's how you do a jigsaw puzzle. But we want to see the picture of what it is because that helps us to do the jigsaw a lot quicker. So we want to get the picture of that. So we can do the same thing. You know, visions, vision and dreams are the language of the Holy Spirit. God created us with an imagination. Sometimes when I'm praying, I get pictures of things. Or sometimes when I'm looking at something, I'm thinking, I'll get this instant, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I really feel like God's even wants me to do that. I'm like, yeah. Like sometimes I'm just kidding myself. But most, a lot of time I am. I'm spot on. I'm thinking, and one of those, so we can imagine what it would look like with answered goals, with answered prayers. With We can see ourselves in those situations. We can stick photos on the fridge or we can stick if, if you wanted a car and you ordered it a year ago uh, you can <laughs> you can put a picture of it up on the fridge and every time you go past like I'm going to get that car I'm going to get that car I did that one time with a I really felt in prayer that God wanted uh, me to sell an investment property so I just got a picture of I took a picture of the house and got a photo of it and then just wrote sold across it stuck it on the fridge and every time I walk past the fridge I'm like Sold that house in Jesus' name. Sold that house for the right price to the right people in Jesus' name. Sold that house by the, for the right people with the right place. They're going to love it. For the right price in Jesus' name. Every time I went past, and guess what? Sold that house for the right price to the right people in Jesus' name. But, that, that, but this is what, put it in your face. Like, see it. See it. So uh, one time, I, like, I'll have the first picture, please. I don't know whether to look up there or at the back. Okay. Well, this is... Like I have dream boards. I don't do them every year, but I do them every few years because goals aren't, for me, aren't just about a year. You want to have longer-term goals. So this is part of my dream board. It's a, load, it's a bit blurry, but these are places that I wanted to go. Like down there's New York. So I went to New York, and I think, in 2018 because I'm always uh, wanting to go somewhere I've never been before. I love to see new things. Uh, over here, see this picture here? Cappadocia with all the balloons. I saw that picture. I didn't even know where Cappadocia was. I like, and then I realized like, it's in Turkey. I'd never been to Turkey before, but that picture, it just cap it captured me. I'm like, bam, print that out, stick it on my dream board. I'm going to go. I'm going to go in one of those balloons. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the place where those funny little rock things that people live in. Like, I'm going to go there and see it. So I, I'm thinking like, yeah, I want to go there, but I really don't know that much about it. And this is the thing about a goal. I got the picture of where I want to go first, and then I found out more about it. How much is it going to cost me to go there? How can I get there? How much, like, how much am I going to need? How much do I need to start saving? How long am I going for? I need to actually do the holidays. You see, you need to take some action with your goal. So put it on there, and then I think in 2019, there I am after I got out of my balloon. I got ones up in the air, but they're videos, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> you can't imagine. So I was very excited. So do you see, when you have a picture of something, I thought, I'm going there. It's, just, it's the picture that caught my eye, not the place. This is what you can do. Have some vision. All right, so vision. So the reverse of out of sight, out of mind, it works. You know how you say out of sight, out of mind? Well, the reverse actually works. Insight in your mind. 
Put it in your mind. Get your dream board. Put it somewhere where you see it all the time. Honestly, it's amazing. Put it everywhere. Put it everywhere. Put it in the bathroom. Put it in your car. Not in front of the window. Like, it'll be good. Like, it'll be... It. So, uh, the other thing I have goals for, it's not just about things. It's about who I want to be. So, I'll have the third picture, which is another part of my dream board. I want to be uh, surround... Oh, see, surround... These things inspire me. I want to be surrounded with those that are on the same mission. You guys... I want to be surrounded with, with righteous lions. You know, the righteous are as bold as lions. So I want to be surrounded with people who do the journey, the army of God that we go forward. I want to be surrounded. I want to be one of those people. So I have that up there. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be with those lions. I'm going to be with Micah. I'm going to, go, I'm going to be with Dave. Do you know, I want to be around like-minded people who are forging forward. Okay. I, this one here, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. That reminds me when I'm looking at my goals and they seem so far away. I don't need to be uh, afraid. Just be strong and courageous. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. It reminds me, wherever I am, wherever I am with my goals, it doesn't even matter because God is with me. He's for me. He loves me. He's going to, like, he's, he's pushing me along. You know, he's breathing on my goals. Alignment before assignment. I want to be that kind of person that's not looking for, for just, a, like, a, a promotion or a job. or whatever. Like, I want to be in the alignment of God. I want to be in the alignment of his will, the vision that he has for me, the plans that he has for me, because that's the most important thing to me. So these are things that, that remind me. I want to be kind. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. You can take that down there. That scripture in itself, whenever I've been down, I'm thinking like, oh, you know, this is like too hard. But then I remember, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. He fights on my behalf. He's with me. He strengthens me. He makes me bold. He makes me want to go forward. He makes me want to step out of my comfort zone. He makes me want to go. He makes me want to see people saved. He makes me want to see people healed. He makes me want to see miracles happen in Jesus' name because he's with me like a mighty warrior. Woo! He's so good. Okay, number three is to take action. So we've got write your goals down. Declare over them, visualize your goals, and take action. And we've talked a little bit about that already. In Proverbs 16, 3, it says, Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. If you want to grow in relationship with God, we talked about different ways of doing that. Bible college. If you want to grow in finances, Josh mentioned about money management, which starts this Tuesday. Uh, you might want to read Pastor John's book if you want to grow in finances. His book, well, he used to have CDs before that, changed my financial world. I've listened to them so many times over and over again. So his book is a good one. If you want to get fit, but you know, don't just do something, do something today. Do something today that's going to take you closer to one of your goals. You know, if it's getting fit, is it signing up for a gym today? Is it going to tennis today? What is it? Is it signing up? Register for something today. Make a commitment today to one of your own goals. And of course, like review and adjust your goals. Don't have goals on there that become like, man, that's just so not going to happen. Just adjust it. It's okay. Adjust the time. Well, maybe you don't even want it anymore. Get it off there. Don't worry about it. You, you want your goals to be something that your heart is in. 
So yeah, you can do that. Put reminders. I have reminders on my phone at 7 a.m. every morning. It comes up to remind me if I haven't already is to read the Bible, pray, worship God. Then I have another one to encourage somebody. Then I have another one. But they're just, I mean, I've already done it usually by then because I'm up at five. So, but they're just there to make sure that I do do my things. Put, use reminders. So first thing is we write it down. Second thing is we visualize it. And then the third thing is we take action. So let me pray for you. Just close your eyes. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. Oh, that you are the king. I thank you, Lord, that we can go after you. I thank you, Father, that today, as we're writing down our goals or we've written them down, Father, Lord, I just pray that you're on them, Father, that, Lord, you look and you watch over your word to perform it. Even now, if we haven't got a scripture, Father, give us the scripture or we can look one up, Father, that's going to help us with our goals. Father, that your word is powerful. Your word is life. Your word brings change. Your word cuts things off. Your word is sharp, Father. Like, thank you, Lord, of what you're doing here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow, God is good, and he loves goals. Oh, I feel like we're going somewhere. I really do. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And at the, at the top of my goals on here, because it reminds me all the time, is to declare the end from the beginning. So I'm, I'm declaring what, what my goals are already. I'm declaring that, that I've got them. And then on the other side, it says, pray like it's all up to God, but work like it's all up to me. We can't just like pray about it and wait for it to fall upon us. Like, come on, we need to take action. We need to be people of action. So good. We are going to start praying uh, for our goals. So I hope you've had a chance to write them down.